0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre sales to select campus events while supplies last make every tap music to your ears. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Welcome back to more to it, the show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey to deeper conversations. Always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally. That dude. Ooh, I'm about to just remember that bone out. I'm about to go right into this story. Boy, I got some stuff to tell y'all because I had me a great weekend. Hope y'all had an amazing weekend too, but first, let's start off with what's up with that dude. Well, there's love in the air. Went to a wedding, and not just a wedding. All right. I anticipated that this wedding was gonna be a little bit different. The bar was gonna be raised a little higher. I was like, all right. It was my friend, uh, coach, he's really the head coach now. I'm the head coach on paper, but he the head coach in terms of running the team now, Jesse Buss, who is one of the owners of the Lakers. So it kind of makes sense that we coach basketball, and you the head coach, or at least you run it. Uh, I'll take the football team. You can have the basketball team. One of those dynamics. Um, beyond that, went to his wedding. Congratulations, Jesse and Sarah. Bus, yes. Uh, amazing wedding. Obviously, people were there. You know who I'm talking about. Lakers and owners and Genie Hay and all this stuff. So all that, all that. But that wasn't what I was really like, kaboom, about. Um, I think the craziest thing was, uh, the first thing was, how, how informal it was. That was really nice. Like, it was really nice in terms of looks and aesthetics and, wow, what is this? But then they were, like, relaxed. Like, cats were just chilling. Tennis shoes with the, with the suits and then taking the suit off, just hanging at the reception. Amazing. Um, craziest thing was they had Leon Bridges performed, who I didn't know who he was before he started, but I certainly found out after. That sucker there, boy, you're talking about some soul. He was a beast. Lil Wayne performed. Obviously, you know the homie, but in your backyard, Lil Wayne just throwing a concert. I was like, oh, that's next level. Um, Anderson Pack performed. <laughs> I was like, um, are we here for a wedding or are we here to, to, at Ticketmaster or something like that, right? Rolling loud or something amazing. Carbone catered it. All the extras that you expected but it was kind of crazy to see so all that said man it was just another way they expressed their love i'm just telling y'all for that reason it was crazy it was next level and my voice is still affected a little bit because i was in that zone Woo! little Wayne played that, a milli a milli and when you hear a milli in a small room and the speakers are bigger than the room <laughs> i was like there, there was a speaker right here and i was just leaning on it like wow that's how that thing goes other than that i got something i gotta leak it to y'all Ah, I was going to leave with this, but my team told me to wait, and you know, I can't wait because why should I wait? Because we're doing this together. So sneak peek, we are now going to, let me say it the right way, because the season's coming. You know, we got to ramp it up. We're going to shake it up. I uh, got some sneak peek into some of the items that we're going to be supporting. All right, so y'all know I always do my Friday swag away. Always will do Friday Swag Away. But we also have some programming that you guys can all be a part of. We had two different groups go to the Chargers Saints game and you can check them out on projecttransition.org or our Instagram page, Project Transition, and see who won that sweepstakes. Thank you to all of you guys who supported that sweepstakes. And we have more. The next one is this weekend, Monster Jam at Crypto.com Arena. But I know what I'm doing. All y'all don't live in LA, right? All y'all don't want to go see the Chargers. Some of y'all Rams fans, I know all oh, y'all don't wanna go see monster trucks. You're like, damn, I spend enough time with my kids. Think I wanna go somewhere louder with they little loud butts? <laughs> I get it. So now I'm starting to take us to where you wanna go, right? So here's a couple things that I got, and I have thousands of them all in the location, undisclosed. <laughs> here's the first one. Anybody want this? Yeah, look at this sucker here. Now, this is next level. So it's a throwback Kobe Bryant jersey, right? Respect to the great, the homie Kobe Bryant. But I respect all y'all fans out there. It ain't just, okay, basketball, it's off season. Man, what else we, we in season two? We got this jersey right here. Look at that, Pirates, right? Baseball, I respect baseball too. Oh, right, y'all like no football coming on. I've been watching Hard Knocks. No, I ain't, All right, but you also got this. Ah, look at this sucker here. And look, still got the tags on them, baby. This is what we're doing with our Project Transition Foundation. We're turning it into a foundation, right? As you support the foundation, you will be entered to win jerseys, giveaways, sweepstakes. We got cruises coming up on yachts. We got VIP experiences at golf tournaments, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, vacations, etc. All of that and more coming up. My crew, my team told me not to do it, and I said I'ma do what I want to do, including. Hooking y'all up with this helmet. Whose signature is that right there? Ah, he a Hall of Famer. That's all I want y'all to know. Ah, but always Friday swag away. So we keeping it simple here. Stay up to date with us. Go to projecttransition.org or go to community tab as we update the status. But before football season come, we're going to have something for all y'all, for all of y'all supporting your boy. Ah, that said, I said too much. But let's talk about somebody who ain't going to say nothing at all. <laughs> King of Transition. Transition. Bingo's Joe Mixon declines to talk about his case, and now he has shunned some of the media outlets. Uh oh. Marshawn Lynch going wrong? All right, we about to talk through this, right? So he he declined to speak to reporters in his first practice after he was found not guilty in the aggravated menacing case. He then announced he will be boycotting questions from. Oh, wow. A couple reports reporters. Specifically, he named names and outlets. Sports Illustrated, Cincinnati Inquirer, Pro Football Network, and check this out. ESPN. Whoa, he went to the top. <laughs> Sucker there said, nope. Quote, it's not happening. Citing behavior he deemed disrespectful. When asked to elaborate on how things have been disrespectful, Mixon responded by saying, you know how. As he retreated into the team's training room, he returned to one of the team's ping pong tables a few minutes later and has not spoken to the reporters during the team's scheduled media access since the end of 2022 season. That's it. Last time they heard from them, some of them outlets, sucker was playing ping pong. That's it. (laughs) So he's had a few off the field issues, whether he's guilty or not guilty. His name has been splattered all across headlines. We saw it. April, he was charged with misdemeanor aggravated menacing after police claimed he had pointed a gun at a woman and said he would shoot her. Okay, last week, Hamilton County Municipal Court ruled that he was not guilty, saying that they failed to prove the case beyond a reasonable doubt. Also, the lawsuit after the teenager, who was his next-door neighbor before, was shot in the foot while playing with Nerf guns. There was not a suspect. He wasn't in the criminal investigation but still has that civil lawsuit. Oh man. So what is going on here and what's going to be made of this? There are benefits of talking to the media, but are there benefits not talking to the media is this conversation, right? I think sometimes what gets lost in media and then a player is that you have to humanize media. Let's start there because all of media are just a bunch of individual people that make up media right like i'm media so when you say you ain't talking to the media you're not talking to espn you're not talking to me dog you know i'm like me i'm different than that or that ain't this and this ain't that we go back right so that's the first thing about it the benefit of not talking to the media because marshawn lynch found his way to an amazing spot in terms of his brand and recognition by not talking to the media or giving them as little as possible, right? I'm only here so I don't get fined. <clears throat> that wasn't calculated though. Marshawn Lynch did have these same beats. Remember he had his incident, gun issue, had his incident and they were talking really bad about him especially when he was a Buffalo Bill. And I remember reading one article, they were talking about his mom. Don't give me the particulars because I forget. Uh, somebody hooked me up, but I was like, damn, they going in on Marshawn Lynch. And I always had a deep respect for him. One, he's from California. Two, he went to Cal, where I wanted to go to school. So I always kind of followed him. And I was like, damn, he's messing up over there in Buffalo. Or at least that's how they're portraying it. And you talk about a 180. And the 180 really occurred by letting his game speak louder than his words. So maybe Joe Mixon is trying to calculate that same end game, that same result. Okay, all right y'all get me twisted these situations i'm innocent till proven guilty so far not proven guilty in these situations not even suspected as a criminal in one situation but y'all continue to blast my name so i'ma let my game speak louder than my words that's how you can benefit from it just like barshawn lynch now how can it hurt you Ooh, wait it can hurt you a lot of ways because the media one has the microphone so they're gonna get the last word But dang, don't give him the first word as well. You give him the first word and last word, tough for you to get any words in. So that's the situation at hand for him. I had an amazing relationship with the media to the point where it was giving me another opportunity at making a ton of money and having a huge platform and a second career. That all came, I skipped the line of Hall of Famers before me, just largely because I was cool with the media. And you know how I was cool with the media? I treated them all like individuals. Some of y'all love, some of y'all like, some of y'all don't like, but I'm not going to disrespect because that's doing exactly what I think you're doing to me. Simple as that. So I had great relationships. I called somebody exactly who I thought they were good, bad or ugly. (laughs) And it turned into something. It parlayed into something. So To each his own. We'll see what he is up to. We'll see if his game is going to speak so loudly because you know if you're a baller, no matter how you treat the media, they got to find ways to talk good about you. But if you're not a baller, if you leave it in the balance, if you leave it up to them, oh, and they don't like you, woo, your ass is grass, Mr. Man. (laughs) So do you think that the media outlets have treated Mixon disrespectfully, right? Y'all read the papers. Y'all watch TV. They talking about your boy out of pocket. And, and do you think mixing should boycott the media? Do you see pros in this or just the cons? Got love for you guys out there. And thank you for all the support and continued support of what we're doing right here. And my foundation, I'm going to call it a foundation because I'm always going to hook you guys up as you support me as well. So go to projecttransition.org donate or enter to win some of these items in this sweepstakes right now we have a monster jam vip experience but all y'all don't live around here and want to go to monster jam but you all love kobe bryant right you get your hands on this jersey this throwback right here i know it's all season of basketball y'all like yo pick a sport what are we playing right now how about this throwback baseball jersey right here pirates also i seen them on hard knocks i ain't see this guy but i saw them and he was a beast Got me all pumped right here. We got the gas note. And I have thousands and thousands of other throwbacks, memorabilia for you guys. All you got to do is be a recurring member on projecttransition.org. More information to follow. But of course, we keep it simple too. We got that Friday swag away right here, boy. See who's going to win that, right? Chill. Man, I just got stuff everywhere. Let me stop playing. Okay, here we go. Let's talk about some pickleball, y'all. Because pickleball is booming out here. Like Metro booming. Oh, I forgot. At the wedding, Metro booming performed too. And no, the Metro don't touch her. I won't shoot you. I'm like, what? I love when them DJs and the producers got that little snippet in there. You know, like, oh, that's so good. bro. Like all that. I love that. All right. Pickleball. Y'all got some challenges ahead of you. It's a fact. And it's not even like opinion because I'm all into pickleball. Two years and running. Immersed in the sport. The biggest challenge with pickleball is not making people play, not making people have fun when they play, is making those people watch professional pickleball. It's a tough challenge. So let's talk through this. Because I know it's a ton of pickleball players out there. And where are you gonna watch it? Here a pickleball story, right? Chill. Let's talk about it. Cause the fever sweeping the country. It caught me. Short story: how I got into pickleball. Me, yeah, this guy. Um, when we bought our new home, was going to have tennis court, uh, basketball, all blah, blah, blah. Uh, deeper dive into the plan, started to realize that, ah, the part of the backyard was perfect for a tennis court. Part of it wasn't. <laughs> now you got choices to make. And the guy, the developer was like, well, you could get a pickleball court. And I looked at this dude like, what? I ain't never heard that word in my life. <laughs> pickleball court. And he said, trust me, it's the fastest growing sport. People love it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't trust you that much, bro. unless it's free. <laughs> so he talked me through it. I did a little Google search. You know me. I do my homework. Did my homework. Realized, look kind of fun. Look kind of good, right? So I said, all right, let's just roll the dice, pound, put a pickleball court in the backyard. That's when I first started playing. Woo! Thank God. Thank God. Unintended consequences, right? Everybody got a plan, and then God laughs at your plan. I'm glad God laughed at that plan, and God hooked me up with a pickleball court. It's amazing, right? So here we go. Now, the sport has incredible participation. It's more than doubled in the past three years. I'm one of those people as well. Popping up everywhere, far and wide. No lie. You go to a mall, you'll see some of the stores abandoned, and no lie. Some of the stores converted into pickleball courts. There's a place called Pickle Mall that's growing up, popping up everywhere, etc. Brings TV, we're invested in pickleball. It's everywhere, so you can see it. But there's one thing stopping it, one big-ass brick wall. Guess what it is? television right so they took a deep dive talking about all things pickleball the new york times did and talked about the success and growth of pickleball as a sport that people love to play recreationally but not many people want to watch it's a socially and athletically equitable sport what does that mean an eight-year-old like mj can play his great grandma who's 80 years old and they both can play and pick it up fast Can't do that in tennis, hell no. In tennis, you better be playing with somebody close to your skill level, whether that's good or bad. If not, you're gonna be mad at yourself. (laughs) Balls all over there, balls all always in the net, just no fun, you just can't go back and forth. So, tons of athletes, tons of celebrities have invested real money in a professional pickleball teams and leagues, and the sports set at Crossroads to figure out how they can monetize it and break through as an engaging television product. That's where we are. So to this point, networks, moderate success at best in terms of televising pickleball. But those who have leaned on celebrity athletes playing against one another have had a little more support. John McEnroe, who I just saw the event, the pump event I told you guys about uh, this weekend, he said he when he did it, he was like, do I have to do it because the hype around pickleball is so much, it makes him want to throw up." So he just had to scratch that itch, and he did. Remember, they had that professional tournament, kind of a pro-am, of celebrity levels with John McEnroe. So a lot of the professional players, what's their names? <laughs> what's my? It's not like Snoop. What's my 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 name? Like nobody know, dog. Nobody know the pros. I know a few of them personally, but I can't lie. I only know them because I got connected with them through the sport of pickleball, but not from watching, not from being a fan, not from fanfare. So that's where we are in terms of pickleball on TV. And here's the real. It's incredibly boring to watch. <laughs> Boy, I keep it 100. Like I'll be watching. I, the only reason I watch professional pickleball the few times I have is for strategy. Literally, I'm like, because I like to hit it hard and I'm learning, like I'm trying to get them, you know, always hit the feet. Then you watch the pros, they just dinking right into the kitchen, dinking, waiting for you to hit one up high, smash and go. I was like, ah, that's how you play. No wonder I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm doing just the opposite. So that's what their issue is. Here's the quote. We don't know whether pickleball is going to be a television event. If it's not, there probably won't be a lot of revenue attached to it. Now, that's the former president of the television and media conglomerate, Turner. (laughs) Okay, I think if you want to be big in pickleball and make money on TV, maybe the head of Turner should be somebody on your side. So far, he's sitting there like, I don't know. Sponsors want what? Reach and branding. Kind of hard to get that when you don't have that viewership. So pickleball proponents say the sport will eventually develop its own celebrity players, right? And pickleball pessimists aren't so sure. So that's the tug of war right here. If you're on one side, like, no, give it time. It's really only like a three-year-old sport in terms of this level of fanfare. But it's been around for decades, right? It's just, it hadn't caught on so far. But now it's caught on, give it some time to mature. But some other people out there, there's an economist who says it doesn't make for good television. It's just that simple, right? He, He pointed out, it's like ping pong. And in ping pong, we love playing ping pong. Ping pong's in every single locker room in the professional ranks I've ever been in. Every single locker room has ping pong. And not one of them dudes ever go home and be like, baby, baby, give me the remote. i about to watch this ping pong tournament. <laughs> right? That's the point. So he's saying it's like ping pong where people love to do it. People love to play it. People love to talk about it. But not a lot of people love to watch it. That's going to be interesting to see. And we know ping pong is huge overseas. Many countries, millions and millions of people love to play it. He said, I think that pickleball is going to confront some of those same issues. All right. So now the television audience, let's talk about that before we get into it, because it's hard to get the sponsorship deals without the television audience. So the only big one that we've seen of late is kind of like in the hospitality department, right? You, You put it on TV. Great, great, great. But now you try to break it up and try to make it an experience, and try to make it an intimate experience with celebrities, try to make it with professionals, and then next thing you know, you have brands buy into it, so that you have these nice private events, and then that can translate into a large television audience. I'm saying a lot of stuff that is actually hurting some of my investment in time and money, I can't lie to y'all. I got a couple things brewing with pickleball, few things. First thing I have is Pickleball Social. That is me, my friends and family, Family, They come over to my house. We play pickleball, literally. And we just connect, talk life, playing through pickleball. I love that. Great programming, great for the foundation. I love it. The second thing is we do community events. We have that in Rhodes now. So we're going to be doing a lot of community events starting in Los Angeles, but all around the country, playing pickleball, bringing people together, having community. Love that as well. Then the next one is going to actually have a program that's going to be on television next fall, uh, at the latest, probably next summer. That's our goal. And all that said, I'm still going to keep it real with y'all. How do we solve this pickleball issue? Which is I want to watch it, not just play it. WNBA, 25 years later, still haven't solved that issue, right? People like playing basketball. Women like playing basketball. Women don't like watching the WNBA. Answer that question. Maybe that will give us some intel on what's going to happen with pickleball. Hopefully it doesn't have the same fate. I'm going to tell you why, though, there's an issue with pickleball translating to television. Just like the WNBA. What other great example? For something to be amazing on television, especially in sports, it has to check the box of being vicarious. That means something that you're going to live through. And something you can't do, but you're going to live through them and their experience and how they do it. So simply, if I'm going to watch an athlete, it has to be an athlete that could do something I can't do. Or it ain't really an athlete, right? If you can't bowl a 300, you bowl a 120, I'm not watching you. (laughs) For what? For I could go bowl a 120, but I can't bowl a 300. I have not yet in my whole life of bowling. So let me watch that for a while, right? And that's what happens. So WNBA suffers. Why? Because you don't see dunks and I can't dunk. I used to be able to dunk. Can't dunk no more. Watching you can't dunk. Make me feel like me. Why am I watching you then? (laughs) Right? Hit a three pointer. I can hit a three pointer. What else you do? Underhand layup. I got that. So that's what the WNBA suffers from. You can't live vicariously through it in a greater experience. Same thing with pickleball right now. You know, they're better than you, but you're not seeing anything different than you can do. Right? I can hit it, I can hit it, I can dink it, I can dink it, I can get in the kitchen, get in the kitchen, I can slam, I can slam. Oh, you just doing it better Are you doing it different. Ah, they got to solve that. I mean, your speeds are different, but are you doing it different and better? When you watch tennis, they do it different and better. The spins. And you see it all that too in pickleball, but it's not as glaring. It's too close to me. I got to see a wider gap between me and them, right? Now, I'm talking a lot of trash. I ain't lying, because I'm about to play in Danny Werfel's tournament next month in Atlanta. And there's some, there's some pros there. And this is going to be my first time playing real pros. And I'm acting like they ain't that much different and that much greater. And then I'm going to get out there and realize, oh, shoot, I need to watch more pickleball on TV because they whooping my butt. But the point is, there's something between what I'm experiencing and what I'm seeing, and the gap's not wide enough. That's what they have to focus in on. It's the vicarious factor. It's why I love gangster rap. Why I love NWA. Because everything they were saying, I was like, oh, i stopped stop short. I ain't going nowhere near that. But I'm listening. Right? They had my attention. Pickleball, show me something that I just can't do. Oh, then you're going to have me all in. So do y'all like playing pickleball as much as me? Enough that I bring up a topic on my show. I love Pickleball, dog, And do y'all think Pickleball's boring to watch? Or do you think it's fun to watch? Beat it up in the comments. And can it be successful on television? Look forward to that day. But right now, off to a slow start. Real slow start. Mm, I don't know if it's going to change around. Let me know what y'all think in these comments. Sitting in the locker room. I forgot to talk about the locker room. You know, I'll be in here so comfortable. I don't even tell y'all where I'm at. I be where I'm at. I'm in my locker room. Why is this set a locker room to remind you guys? Because this is how this show was supposed to be in spirit. We tell the truth in the locker room. We clown everything. We laugh at everything with levity and we laugh at our pain. But we learn and unlearn in here. All things happen in the locker room. Nothing ever Gets away from us in this locker room. God, I love it in here. And you know what else? Since this is a locker room, and since I run a foundation, not just a foundation, go to ProjectTransition.org and donate to enter to win this. Oh, oh! oh. And it's crazy because people be asking me to sign other people's jerseys because you know respect Kobe Bryant. Obviously, it's gonna be tough to do that. Um, but you got, no, I will sign it if you want me to, but respect Kobe Bryant the great, but that is a tough one. All right. We got this. I don't know who played for the pirates, but I know at least baseball season still in. So maybe go get somebody from there. Who on the pirates? Somebody in the comments, tell me the best player on the pirates. I should know that, but we don't cover baseball enough. I know who this is though. Damn it. Gaston though. Hmm. Mm, mm. He was a beast. They know they like the first star in the NFL that I recognize, like, oh my God, Mark Gaston insane. Also got stuff like this, man. I'm just telling y'all. Woo! That's a Hall of Fame signature right there. I got thousands and thousands of items that's going to be yours for supporting me and supporting ProjectTransition.org. So check it out. Go to the website. and You also get the Friday Swagger way. That ain't going nowhere ever, 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 ever. Now let's talk about Apple. Who wants ESPN to come to me? Ah, and let's talk business, right? So they may be a force in live sports and they want ESPN to potentially support that effort. So let's talk about this. There was a uh, conversation by some really smart people that were talking about the acquisition of potentially ESPN. And they call it a no-brainer for Apple to acquire ESPN from the Walt Disney Company at a potential price of what? 50 billion dollars. That's a whole lot of money, and then at the same time, you're like, damn, Apple got that plus <laughs> So I was like, woo, for Apple, not too bad. Now we know Apple is moving into live sports. Just did that 10-year, $2.5 billion deal with Major League Soccer. Did that a year ago, and that's been huge, because why? Lionel Messi is scoring a goal or two every single game, and now everybody's starting to tune in to Major League Soccer to see those highlights, right? And they say that Apple and ESPN are the perfect fit, because Apple is looking to go after live sports content as the golden goose. And I believe it's a matter of when, not if. ESPN and Apple get together. That is Dan Eves, or Ives, who said that. And that's the Webb Bush security analyst. We know who he is, just don't know how to say his name. All right, so Apple, if they did buy ESPN, will get the rights to the NFL, NBA, WNBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, UFC, PGA Tour, Tennis Grand Slams, Formula One, I ain't done, and college football's big 12 and i guess i'm saving the best for last huh sec conference games oh oh that wasn't the last one and they could get the first two super bowls 2026 and 2030 seasons huh for 50 billion God, I wish I was rich, 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 rich wealthy, 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 wealthy like that. That's a no-brainer. If I was at an auction and they were like, all right, we got a, we got a, three. We got a big 12, big 12, big SEC, SEC, we got MLB, NHL, we want to go 1 million, 1 billion, want to UFC, PGA, 20, 20 billion. And then they said, WNBA, they'll be like, nah, bets off. <laughs> oh, man, ain't nobody watching that. Other than that, everything in there sounds like a good bill. It's sold for 50 billion, 50 billion, right there. All right, so they got a market cap of 2.7 trillion dollars. Apple does and they can make this deal pretty simple, pretty easily, right? And then you get the sports properties that come with ESPN. Amazing, right? Here's a quote that I love. Apple has enough change in their couch cushions to fundamentally alter the media rights landscape. Oh man, that is a quote and a half. In their couch cushions. <laughs> hey, hey, Tim Cook looking around, you know, CEO of Apple. Hey, anybody got 50 billion on them real quick? Hey you got all right you got you got change okay okay, good good. all right let's go get espn (laughs) and let me tell you before Nah, let me save that yet i'm gonna give it to you in real short order okay apple's 2 billion worldwide active devices combined with espn's audience of 105 million monthly unique digital visitors and 25 million espn plus subscribers will be a powerhouse Now, ESPN has been around 44 years. They have changed ownership a few times. Getty Oil, Texaco, ABC, Capital Cities Communications, Nabisco, Walt Disney Company, which now owns 80%. Hearst owns 20%. Okay, now let's talk about this. Why they should buy ESPN and why they should not buy ESPN. Why you should? Okay, it's a 10-year deal with the MLS that's already proven gold and dividends because of one player, Lionel Messi. Well, if you sign that deal, 10 years, two and a half, one property, MLS, why not expand to $50 I know it's a lot more, right? We're talking about 25x almost. Now, that said, look what you get. You get the Super Bowl. You get the NFL. You get basketball. Oh, God, Lord you don't get just messy you get all the messies right it's gonna get crazy there amazon did this they jumped into the game last year nfl just one more vertical right and they get all the nfl which is the king of all sports in this country at least record number of signups as soon as amazon did that thursday night football etc let's go back let's give you some more history on this one fox Fox now, we all think of Fox and football synonymous with the NFC in particular. Well, what was it, like 1994 or something around there? CBS used to have the NFC, used to be synonymous with football in that respect, NFC in particular. And then they lost it to Fox when Rupert Murdoch overpaid, I think at the time he paid like $1.6 billion in 1994 for four years just to get in the game. As they say in this industry, in this business in particular, you got to kick down the door when it comes to media rights. You can't just walk in and turn the knob. you got to kick down the door. So you would get the bump that Fox has gotten over the years. Of course, you see those dividends. And, I mean, they got the Super Bowl as well at times in rotation. And you get the same bump we see already that Apple's getting from MLS Soccer. If you're getting a bump from MLS Soccer, where do you think you're going to get a bump from if the NFL, NBA as well? So... That's why you should do it. Let's talk about why not. Like, eh, I don't know. Well, you got to respect their economic business model. And you always got to feed the golden goose that lays the golden eggs. And the golden goose for Apple is we are a device manufacturing company first. Okay, don't get it twisted. These live sports are amazing. These media rights are amazing. They all have to support what made us amazing in the first place a device manufacturing company. So all acquisitions have to support that in their primary business model. The last big acquisition they made was Beats. That was in 2014. They bought Beats for $3 billion and something like that, right? Hmm, you can see where Beats, a device plugs into Apple, a device manufacturing company. Okay, but then you look at Live Sports, that's a different animal. You can see the attraction, but you also could see the disconnect to a degree. Are all of those things going to be connected to our devices and then put out in platform? What does that look like? How are we monetizing that? Etc. You can see the end game, but it's going to be a little more configuring to do it, not a simple overlap, right? Okay, get it right there. So, you look at all that and it's just like which course to take? To me, you buy, you buy ESPN. Making me spending somebody else money too, right? But, You either go slow and steady and buy an MLS and then looking for another vertical to purchase is the slow and steady approach. Hey, smart business. Or kick down that damn door, be aggressive, do what Fox did, do what Amazon looks like they're trying to do somewhere in the middle and get there. You got the money to do it. You also, more importantly, got the money in case this doesn't work, that your company's still successful. Your company still will thrive. So in this situation, if I'm Apple, if I'm Tim Cook, I'm in them couches, Pat in my pockets, going right to ESPN. Let's, let's talk, big dog. Let's talk, Bacar. Let's talk. Let's get this money going. So I will buy it. But should Apple buy ESPN? And does it make sense for both sides? That's interesting. And will this transaction save ESPN from being doomed? It's weird. Mixed reports. They say that now, since they are going to put ESPN's profits, P&Ls, on public display for us to watch and know, that ESPN's been a cash cow. But then you read reports also that say that ESPN, well, Disney has been obviously suffering because of the parks closing, pandemics, uh, people are not going to the attractions to the same rate, et cetera, and then bleeding that into some of the ESPN conversations. I think ESPN making that money. It looked like a cash cow to me, a fat one at that. But would this transaction boost or save ESPN or kind of hurt ESPN in terms of now linking up with Apple? I don't see how. Having that war chest, having that nut every month to have those resources at your disposal has to be an amazing thing for your campaign and your product. Oh, yeah. Got love for y'all, man. And thanks for all the support you guys are giving this show. We continue to rise. I got three comments, two texts, and one personal when I was out from uh, prominent figures, uh, pro athletes and a sports journalists who all said, yo, Y'all over there getting it in. What a lane we have carved for ourselves. We talk sports. Yeah, we talk life intersecting with sports. We talk entertainment culture, but we also talk those who talk about those things. If you talk about sports, now we can talk about you as well. So keep the same energy you do for those athletes as we do for you, right? So that's beautiful. Everybody going to get it. And that's a good thing, right? Hold us all accountable. And I love it. You know, I ain't going at nobody. I don't take no shots. I just was like, why you get to cover a game, get to talk about athletes, and nobody covers you? thought that was always interesting when I used to talk. Y'all could go back to my receipts when I was playing and when I was on the desk. I used to always say, man, be careful. We sitting up here in this air-conditioned studio talking real high and mighty. (laughs) Them suckers got something to say, too. So let me just be the voice of reason or the voice of all people, right? And for all your support, go to projecttransition.org, donate. Any amount, recurring amounts, will be entered into the sweepstakes. You get this. Oh, my God. Becky, look at Kobe Bryant. Respect. Rest in peace to the great. Also, hey, we in baseball season right now. Somebody want this throwback? And every week, I'm going to switch these throwbacks out so y'all can know I got thousands of these suckers. All kind of memorabilia for you guys. The OG himself, Mark Gaston. Why am I pulling this one out? Because the Jets on the hard knocks. That's the only reason. (laughs) And I like this helmet right here. Ooh, y'all can see who name it is. I ain't going to tell y'all. I ain't going to tell y'all who that is. Y'all saw it? <laughs> and Friday Swag Away, of course. Now, let's phone up some comments because that's what we do on this show. And this is why everybody liking our show because we talk that real over here. All right. Remember that MVP prediction we had on Friday, NFL? Well, somebody wrote, I would bet on Herbert to win it with a new offensive coordinator because, but Jacksonville got such an easy schedule. I can see them winning 13 games and Lawrence will be a shoe in the win For real. If they got one of the top records in the AFC, and we know that Trevor Lawrence is going to be the reason they do that, then yeah, he's going to certainly get the nod. So you're saying Pat Mahomes will get the Yolkish treatment. Oh, it won't be racial. <laughs> I don't think there's a there's a Kendrick Perkins of uh, NFL coverage. Well, maybe. Ryan Clark, maybe, or some I don't know. You can't do it on him. Patrick Mahomes is black. So what are you going to do? I don't know how it's going to work. But yeah, he's going to get the you winning by the, by the measurables. You're winning by the metrics. you winning by all the stats. But we ain't going to let you win it. <laughs> One of those, right? That may be the case. Will not be a quarterback this year. Mm. All right. What has it been? The last 21 years, 16 have been quarterbacks. So there's been five that there weren't quarterbacks. Maybe this is the sixth in 22 years. Dating athletes is tricky. Let's see what they say here. I like this. Getting honey. Where you make your money is almost always a bad idea. But a lot of times it just happens due to proximity in the workplace. I've experienced it personally and have had no problem with it. But it takes two people to be truthful with each other and them to shut the hell up and not go talking about it. Which we know that almost never happens because when emotions come into play, people act stupid. Amen. and a woman. I don't think anything should be wrong with it. Like, if I have a company, y'all messing around, as long as y'all do your work, do you. I don't mind if you're remote. I don't care what your hours are. Here's your work list. Stop telling me how hard it is. Get it done and have fun if you want to with your next door workmate. You know, cubicle diagonal from you. She fine, you fine, go ahead. Just don't. <laughs> that's how I run my company. I'm sure I'll be out of business in two days, but I think that's okay. Reporters Day athletes is completely unprofessional. It's a conflict of interest and can give a journalist an unfair advantage. I don't know about that. Unfair advantage. I used to be a snitch when I played for the Chargers. Guess who I snitched to? And I told the most information in my whole career to one guy, Jim Trotter. Um, let's just say Jim Trotter and I didn't have any relationship <laughs> other than me telling him all our business. You know, I tell him now. I used to date people and women in the media that uh, covered us that uh, didn't get no more information than Jim Trotter. <laughs> like one thing is one thing. We and you doing this. Me and him doing that, and that's a whole different thing. So I don't get this whole, like, I'm going to tell somebody that I'm dating more. I don't see that. Uh Uh-oh, 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 I think there's an itty-bitty trying to sneak in here. There's no unfair advantage to facts. There may be some lack of ethics. Thank you. Information is information no matter how you get it. As long as the athlete isn't part of your working relationship, then it is okay. You date who you are in close proximity with. Reporters are around athletes. It is bound to happen. Many people date who they work with. It's just too normal. Okay. (sighs) <sighs> it's so easy. Like, dog, I'm fine. You fine. I got money. You got money. we here. we around each other. What are we going to do? We're going to do this. All right. It's simple. All right. Have, now it's time to get G-rated. I got an itty-bitty over here begging. you open this, down. Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one. Always the first one in here, right? Yeah. It's my lawbreaker right it, here. This, yes, Dad. I will open this. But your brother could have opened it upstairs too, right? And they can't open it. Oh, okay. Well, that's why you're here. You say hi and bye to everybody. Oh, you now you're <laughs> I love you. OK, see you in a sec. Close the door behind you. Hey, not bad. She breaks the laws, but she knows what she wants. <laughs> Y'all hear that? Oh my gosh, she breaks the house rules, but it's for good reasons. Who doesn't want a snack? All right, I'm back. <laughs> Shannon Sharp joining Stephen A. Smith at ESPN. Question mark, too, because supposedly this ain't a done deal yet. Shannon and Stephen A. Smith should be fired together, but I want to see more of Shannon than two days a week and maybe his podcast. He needs to be on TV every weekday, especially during the NFL season. I know that's my thing, and I sound real out of pocket saying it, but I'm like, dog, I like Ong too much to just see two days of Ong. Simple. I believe ESPN got something big for Shannon, something like what Peyton and Eli have. They just had to put him somewhere fearing of losing him. Okay, that's a good play. Start small, then make it bigger. Okay. If that's the case, that's real. I really think Shannon's going to transition into Stephen A. Smith's spot on first take once he leaves. Ah, Stephen A. Smith already said he won't be doing this much longer. That's probably the big picture play Shannon and the ESPN have in mind. Now, that's dope. Like, all right, Stephen A., how long you got? I don't know. Don't rush me out, but it ain't long, dog. All right, I'll come do a little bit. Then when you are ready, I'll do a lot bit. <laughs> all right, that's interesting. Here we go. It is a demotion. Shannon is a full time host and deserves his own show. That's what I thought from Hello, which made me go into my um, uh, not conspiracy theory, but my HD, right? You know what I'm saying? My hypothetical detective. <laughs> I was like, maybe Shannon and uh, Fox had a different arrangement about his departure. Remember that? Don't believe me? Uh, don't know what I'm talking about? Go back to last episode and check out that segment on Shannon Sharp. Ah, this is a bit of an odd pairing. Can't wait to see them together. Their antics and facial expressions alone will make that must-watch TV. Yeah, for real. When I'm working out on mute, because I like to listen to music, you know, old school usually, and then watch like sports media, catch the highlights, the bottom ticker, see what they're saying. See what they're saying, not hear what they're saying. See what they're saying. You imagine seeing Shannon and Skip, Skip, see, I'm going to do what Shannon going to do. Shannon going to slip up and call Stephen A. Skip ta- a thousand times, but I'm going to be watching him go at it. That's going to be some good theater. All right, y'all, y'all know what we do every show to finish it. We finish it. What a Wiley-ism. Yeah, mm. <clears throat> I could never be a singer. How the hell they do that every day? We all want to win after the game. <laughs> I had to go a little bit of freaky freaky. Uh, let me just say this for real. Because I was talking to my son the other day about commitment. And I may have told you guys this story, maybe not. But I was telling him about commitment. Commitment is not just work hard and stick the course, you know, stay strong and stay on track. It also means, hey, hey, bro, that turns into something. You stay dedicated to something you're talented in and good at, it turns into something great. And guess what commitment becomes? You, for my son, I told him, it becomes you go to Beyblade tournaments that he loves. And they pay you to sit in the front row and be on stage and announce Beyblade tournaments. I was like, commitment is more than just doing the hard things and then being a part of it. It's the benefits that come from it, right? So being a committed athlete as I was once upon a time, came with tremendous benefits and perks after the game. Uh, It starts here. People hold you in a higher esteem. They really do. They disrespect you more. People look at you and single you out in the crowd, in the crowd of people who wanna be singled out. We all wanna be seen and known and heard. Maybe not famous, but just, hey, my shoes are fresh. <laughs> hey, oh, that's Marcellus, whatever it may be. You get that, right? And then it turns into the other stuff, money, opportunities, checks, engagements, events, signings, autographs, but also, the way we all got here, naturally, beautiful women say hello to you before you can. <laughs> you can't even get a hello out. She like, hey. You're like, what world is this? Flipped upside down, bizarre world, right? Because, you know, back in high school when you dusted and disgusted, trying to say hello to her, she like, Marcel's, please. I had lunch tickets. I had holes in my Nikes. Wore the same cross course three days a week. Man, wasn't trying to holler at your boy. Then all of a sudden you get five dollars and you ball out. Hey, want to say hi after the game, don't you, right? So just remember this, dress it up like you need to dress it up so that you can finish and attain your goals no matter what they are, right? Just remember that commitment looks a lot of different ways and it's not just run up that hill and throw up. It's also once you get to the top of that hill, how good it's going to feel and all that comes with it. So ain't nothing wrong, y'all. If you admit like I do, we all want to win after the game all right y'all that'll do it for more to it check the show notes for all the information on our topics today today want to keep the conversation going let's talk find me on all socials at ourselves wiley more to is a production of Dan Patrick Productions, Dad Dude Entertainment, and Workhouse Media. show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcel Swally, Paul Anderson, and Nick Pinella. Thanks for all the love, ratings, and subscriptions, and reviews. Membership to Wally's World on YouTube. Keep it coming because there's more coming for more to it. Talk to y'all hella soon.